it's online or in person, it's good to find connection in all kinds of ways. I'm Judy Myers. My pronouns are she and her, and I am the officiant this morning. We're here for the hybrid platform. We have members and friends attending live on Zoom, in person in the hall, and asynchronously watching or listening to the recording later. Welcome to everyone. We are one community unified across the, a time and space as we gather to affirm our values and commit to a better world. We're still figuring out how to be in this new phase together, so let's learn from our mistakes and forgive each other generously. If you're joining us live on Zoom, please say hello in the chat. Having your chat set for everyone will give everyone else in the Zoom a chance to see your greetings. You are welcome to say hello, whether you are a brand new visitor, a longtime member, a neighbor from another ethical society or Unitarian Universalist congregation, or anywhere in between. If you're participating in Zoom this morning, there's also a closed captioning option that can be turned on or off. The Zoom chat will stay open through much of the platform service, closing for the address itself and then reopening. If you're watching from in the building, within the sound of my voice, such as at the welcome table, and planning to follow along on Zoom on your personal device, please be sure to disconnect audio so that we don't have any feedback during our program. If you'd like to make a reservation to attend platform in person, check out the link on Wes's homepage at ethicalsociety.org. Online visitors, we hope you'll say hello in the chat and that you might send an email to our membership coordinator, Maceo Thomas, at maceot at ethicalsociety.org. That's M-A-C-E-O-T at ethicalsociety.org. You can also fill out a connection form and someone will put that link in the chat. In-person visitors, please stop by the welcome table to introduce yourself after platform. I'll now read a few of the greetings that have come in by Zoom. And while I'm doing that, remote participants might want to get a candle to light during our candle lighting. So let's see what we have. Oh, all kinds of stuff. So hang on a second. Okay. Let us see. The wonders of modern technology. I wonder about modern technology all the time. All right. Neelam Patel says, hi, everyone. Happy Winter Festival from Jeff and Neelam. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It says here, it says here. Shayla Bolcom says, good morning, everyone. Laura T. I think that's Laura Taylor. Good morning to all visitors, members, family, and friends of Wes. Vincent Tyler says, good morning, people. Good morning, good people of Wes. I love it when he says that. Okay, now all I need is uh, good, good morning. Good, good, good morning. Good, anyway, sorry. 
Good morning, everyone. Happy Winter Festival, says Sue Jacobson. I get the feeling I may have missed some. Ah, there we go. Alex Abbott says good morning to all on Winter Festival. Julie Drizzen says good morning on this wintry day. It's kind of wintry. And Sue Smith, good morning, everyone. Brian and Leanne say, oh, yeah, I did miss a couple of them. Um, I'll get this yet. Uh, I don't know who Wes Usher is, but they say good morning. Robin says, good morning, y'all. I'm enjoying my coffee from my favorite RBG, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg mug. Lynn Cox says, uh, good morning. Happy Winterfest. Anyway, working on this. Uh, Katrina, Merry Winterfestival. Joe Klein, hi everyone from Boston. Yay, glad you're here, here, as here as you can get. Brian and Leanne, happy winter festival. Rajesh, happy winter festival. I don't want to miss anybody, it's annoying. Sue Smith, good morning, everyone. Adam Goldberg, good morning to everyone, wherever you are. Julie Drizzen, I think you got you. Yeah, wintry day. Okay. Uh, I get everybody that's uh, Ethan Cohen, happy Winterfest in these Canterbury Tales times. <laughs> Laura Steele, good morning, good winter festival, good everything from up north. Um, not sure where up north is, but I'm sure Laura will tell us. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, up north. North being a relative thing. Okay. Whew. Well, it's good to connect and share this time together. Once you are prepared, I invite you to settle in, whether you, wherever you are and whenever you are, as we continue to gather. Opening words this morning are by Bell Hooks, who was an African-American feminist, poet, and scholar she died this week at the age of 69. This is from her 1994 book, Outlaw Culture. The moment we choose to love, we begin to move against domination, against oppression. The moment we choose to love, we begin to move towards freedom, to act in ways that liberate ourselves and others. Today's platform delves into the themes of hope, peace, joy, love, and giving. These are all themes that Bell Hooks addressed in her work, rooted in liberation and in community. We honor her legacy and will return to her teachings in future months. For today, we have a lineup of readers of all ages, some recorded and some in the hall, speaking words of hope peace, joy, love, and giving. The poets we're drawing from are diverse in gender and in race and experience. Some are living, some are from long ago. They honor both the light and the dark. We are grateful to poets from throughout history and to today's Winterfest readers for bringing the celebration to life. We begin our platform with music from the West Chorus.
Welcome once again. Each week, we read our statement of purpose as a reminder of our shared values. If you're interested in taking a turn to read the statement of purpose, you can sign up at tiny.cc slash readSOP. Our reader this morning is Ann Baker, who's also a member of the West Chorus. Anne, the microphone is yours. The Washington Ethical Society is a humanistic congregation that affirms the worth of every person. We strive through our relationships to elicit the best in the human spirit. With faith in human goodness, we appreciate each person's unique capacities. We joyfully celebrate together and support each other through life. We nurture a sense of reverence and responsibility for each other and the earth. We warmly invite you to join our community of children and adults as we work for a world where love and justice cross all borders. Thank you. As Anne lights our candle in the hall, I invite you, I invite you, I invite our remote, okay. I invite our remote and asynchronous participants to light a candle whenever and wherever you are. Please join me in our candle lighting words. May we kindle within us the warmth of compassion, the light of understanding, and the fire of commitment to build a brighter future for all. May we indeed. Our first theme this morning is hope. We'll hear from Annie Dimion and Josh Blinder on video and from Denise Howell here in the hall. Each of these readings acknowledges fear and suffering and yet finds some glimmer of strength to keep going. Let's listen. My name is Annie. The poem I'm reading is Hope is the Thing with Feathers by Emily Dickinson. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. And sweetest in the gale is heard and sore must be the storm that could abash the little bird that kept so many warm. I've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea, yet never in extremity asked to come of me. To Suffer Woes by Shelley. To suffer woes which hope thinks infinite, to forgive wrongs darker than death or night, to defy power which seems omnipotent, to love and bear, to hope till hope creates from its own wreck the thing it contemplates neither to change, nor falter, nor repent. This, like thy glory, Titan, is to be good, great, and joyous, beautiful and free. This is alone life, joy, kingdom, and victory.
Thank you, Annie and Josh. As Denise Howell makes her way over to the podium, let's think appreciative thoughts for our first two readers. Solstice, Litany for the Darkness by Atina O'Danner. I will not meet darkness with fear in my heart. I will breathe in peace and breathe out fear. Breathe in curiosity and breathe out fear. Breathe in growth and breathe out fear. Breathe in patience and breathe out fear of the dark, which does not serve me. I cast out the binaries of dark, light, wrong, right. I cast out that false naming. I watch and wait for the longest dark night. I cherish the blessing of the long dark night. I await my return to the longest darkest night. You who taught me stillness, you who gave me depth, you who held me the longest and hold me still. I return to you darkness again and again, dissolve into the deep to be made myself, nurtured by your very nature. Gratefully, humbly, I return, renewed in your healing touch. Mm. Thank you, Denise. Thank you, readers. In our transition from hope to peace, we take a moment to think of the world around us. Each week, we ring this chime in solidarity with people around the world. Today, I'm particularly mindful of teachers and parents who just want their children to be safe. As we listen to the chime, let us remember our connection to each other and the world around us. Let us open our hearts to compassion for those who suffer. And let us commit ourselves to the work that calls for our love. Susanna Glenn, Katrina Moncure, and Joe London are bringing us words of peace today. These are poems that find serenity in the present moment, even when we face uncertainty. We'll begin a time of peace with Susanna's reading of a Langston Hughes poem. How thin and sharp is the moon tonight. How thin and sharp and ghostly white is the slim curved crook of the moon tonight. Light the candle. Cup your hands around the flame and listen as it whispers. What does it say to your warm and weathered palms? How closely can you listen without flinching? How quietly can you wait for the questions? Light the candle. Breathe against the flame 
and watch it ripple. Breathe your fears into it and let them burn into trails of empty gray. Let your air embrace the flame and do not snuff it out. Light the candle. Feel your bones melt like wax, all your hardest parts softening to the touch, all your sharp edges smoothing over. Sink into your stance, your seat, the earth. Let your body be held in the quiet. Light the candle. Fix your eyes on the center of the flame, the center of being. Look into the darkness at the heart of the light. Reach for the contemplative dark in your own heart, for the place where stillness sits, and do not shy away. Light the candle. Settle into the knowledge that this light is the same as all other lights burning in all other candles. Look through the flame into the places you have known and the places you have yet to see. Light the candle. Bring into being the flame that bore us all. Holding the peace of those first two readings in our minds and hearts, we welcome Joe London to the stage. Thank you, Judy. The Solstice Teaches Us by David Breeden. The solstices teach us that darkness comes, that darkness goes. The solstices teach us that light comes, that light goes. The solstices teach us calmly, silently, to be calm, silent, learning. The solstices teach us as we circle the sun that everything flies. The solstices teach us to remember the dark, to remember the light, to remember time, the seasons, and love as we circle the sun. Hmm. As we continue our time of peace, I invite you to pay attention to your breathing. Notice the feeling of breathing in. Notice the feeling of breathing out. Focus on the present moment. Wherever you are, whenever you're hearing my words, be in that time and place. Breathe in. Savor that breath. Release your breath. Let's remain in the present moment as we enter a silent meditation and as we experience the musical meditation that follows.
Our next group of readers, all young people in the community sharing their joy. They find things that are surprising, comforting, and funny. Images and words that spark delight in the present moment. Thank you to Lola McCubbin, Eleanor Bishop, and Kalela Bishop for their recordings of joy, joyful poems.
Come Skating by Shel Silverstein. They said come skating. They said it so nice. They said come skating. I'd done it twice. They said come skating. It sounded nice. I wore roller. They meant ice. Snowflakes by Emily Dickinson. I counted till they danced, so their slippers leaped the town. And then I took a pencil to note the rebels down. And then they grew so jolly, I did resign the prague. And ten of my once stately toes are marshaled for a jig. A Toast to My Cat by J. Patrick Lewis. On New Year's Day, let my cat be the queen of curiosity. And play loud music, spin a yarn, and join the party in the barn. Eat mice, crispies, drink eggnog, and hog the bed before the dog. Rise up, old flame, by thy light glowing. Bring to us beauty, vision, and joy. Rise up, O flame, by the light glowing. Drink to us beauty, vision, and joy. Thank you to Lola, Eleanor, and Kalela for sharing their joy, as well as interim music coordinator, Leah Morris for Rise Up, O Flame. It's lovely. 
Joy in the present moment calls attention to love, love for community, love for friends, love for family, love for the universe. Our readers for love bring images and metaphors of relatedness in small and large ways. I'd like to introduce B. Ewing and Walter and Susan Ewing on video, followed by Trang Duong here in the hall. Once a snowflake fell on my brow and I loved it so much. I kissed it and it was happy and called its cousins and brothers and a web of snow engulfed me. Then I reached to love them all and I squeezed them and they became a spring rain and I stood perfectly still and was a flower. The Thrush by Edward Thomas. When winter's ahead, what can you read in November that you read in April when winter's dead? I hear the thrush and I see him alone at the end of the lane near the bare poplar's tip. Is it more that you know than that? Even as in April, so in November, winter is gone, that must go. Or is all your lore not to call November, November, and April, April, winter, winter, no more? But I know the months all, and their sweet names, April, May, and June, and October, as you call and call. I must remember what died into April and consider what will be born of a fair November. And April, I love for what it was born of and November for what it will die in, what they are and what they are not. While you love what is kind, what you can sing in and love and forgetting and that's ahead and behind. Thank you to the Ewing family for sharing your love with Wes. Please welcome Trang Duong as we continue with love. The Turning by Kiana Denae Perkins from the anthology Shelter in This Place, Meditations on 2020. At the last turning, I was invited to a meeting among the sun, the earth, and the moon. The sun asked, do you have space in your heart for a great light? The earth said, I will hold you down if you are willing. The moon said, I will guide you if you need it. And it was easy to say yes to the energies of balance. So for a turning, we have found ourselves dancing. The sun took the lead, sharing a drop of their luminescence. I held it deep in my heart when the darkness loomed, held it on the tip of my fingers when others called for it, coming to understand space, becoming a beacon, learning the nuance of shadow and light. The earth kept her word. I was planted deep and rooted hard. I was uprooted, replanted, and loved until I was healed and able to feel the small tug from soil calling me down, demanding I grow again. And the moon, a sister auntie, stayed faithful at my side, 
always hovering, always playing, laughing, reminding that joy takes many forms and keeps no schedule, reassuring me with loving pats and, oh child, whispered commentary, a subtle and wanted companion on this journey. And the turning is coming again. The sun said, daughter, you have done well. The earth said, healer who is still healing, you always have home. The moon said, beloved shadow worker, we will cast new spells soon. We radiate the light, we rotate the life, we revolve back into love. We enter a new season of possibilities. Thank you to Trang and to all of our readers so far. As we contemplate hope, peace, joy and love, we're moved to give something back. The fifth theme of Winterfest is giving. Before we hear our last group of readers, let's put this theme into practice. Here at WES, we split the Sunday collection between our operating budget and a fund dedicated to justice and compassion. We appreciate each person's giving as they are able. This month, half of the offering is dedicated to the Refugee Resettlement Fund at WES, which will be directed to the new Afghan Welcome Project. As we heard from Kate Lang last week, we expect to hear soon about a match between WES and a family who was evacuated from Afghanistan. We'll be matched under the auspices of the Good Neighbor Good Neighbor Partners Program operated by Lutheran Social Services. Our new neighbors are likely to need help with rent for several months, as well as some other expenses involved in settling, setting up their household. Thanks to the past generosity of the West community, to other refugee resettlement projects, we do have some money to start with. And we know this will be a long-term commitment to help our new neighbors to make their home here. Thank you to all of the volunteers who are helping to launch this partnership. On the slide, you should see the number to give by text for today's collection, 202-335-1885. And you can also make a gift online through the donate button at our website at ethicalsociety.org. On the website, please choose Share the Plate as the fund. And thank you for your generosity.
when we open our minds to the hope, peace, joy, and love that members of our community share during the season, our hearts respond with mutual care and generosity. Walter Peshigian, Kate Lang, and Jeff Mehal have prepared poems about our final theme, giving. Ten Cent Haiku by Caleb Brown. I sat down to write a haiku. It seemed like the right thing to do. I wouldn't need very much time. No need to bother with making it rhyme. I reached in my pocket and pulled out a dime. This is my ten cent haiku. Shiny silver friend, I will never let you go. Look, an ice cream truck! The Golden Present is not like the proverbial egg that expects you to sit on it and wait. It is instead a scrumptious feast to be served when you call. Look around, it awaits a response from you. One that says, yes, I see you. Yes, I choose you, yes. The golden present ever reaches for you and wonders if you'll come to unwrap its gifts. When Giving is All We Have by Alberto Rios, one river gives its journey to the next. We give because someone gave to us. We give because nobody gave to us. We give because giving has changed us. We give because giving could have changed us. We have been better for it. We have been wounded by it. Giving has many faces. It is loud and quiet. Big though small, diamond in wood nails. Its story is old, the plot worn, and the pages too, but we read this book anyway over and again. Giving is, first and every time, hand to hand, mine to yours, and yours to mine. You gave me blue, and I gave you yellow. Together we make simple green. You gave me what you did not have, and I gave you what I had to give. Together we made something greater from the difference. Amazing. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you to all of our readers, our singers, our musicians, our tech folks for making this hybrid celebration happen. Thank you to Judy Myers for keeping all of the parts connected as the officiant today. We don't always get around to thanking our officiants. So thank you to all of the officiants. This is what love for community looks like with so many people giving of themselves to lift up the values that matter to Wes. 
The five themes of Winterfest are five of the things that might be difficult to call to mind and heart during a difficult season. The weather is cold. We have to think carefully about when and how to gather with our loved ones. Last week we talked about hope can be hard to find and sometimes the struggle itself is what keeps us afloat. Josh read a line from Shelley, hope creates from its own wreck the thing it contemplates. Staying with the people, virtually at least, who are challenged alongside us may offer hope. Our hope readers today did not shy away from failure or disappointment or pain, yet their words might help us muster the energy to go on. Peace is another scarce commodity. Peace between neighbors and nations is difficult enough. And perhaps these begin with peace in the hearts of people. Our readers this morning suggested that practicing gratitude and mindfulness can help provide some of that inner peace. In that stance of appreciative presence, we can embrace the darkness as well as the light. Langston Hughes says, and, and Susanna reminded us, to look up, to notice the moon, whose gifts are more evident to us at night. The darkness comes and goes. Perhaps a candle flame with its infinite shapes and its immediate responsiveness can help us warm to this very moment to find peace in being fully present. Being present in the moment, accepting the gifts both of dark and light can help us open our hearts to joy. When the world is overwhelming, when we're stuck in a rut of trying to predict the future or control the things that can't be controlled, the present moment may help us regain our capacity for delight. There may be surprises, ice skates, when you expected roller skates, and yet being able to laugh at ourselves about it connects us with each other. We find joy in loved ones, in play, in moments when drops of rain and snow, in the more than human living beings beside us. Once we've noticed beloved people, animals, and our planet, once we've remembered joy, then we can extend our roots into love. Love isn't a constant high or a sentimental soporific. Love is the through line that helps us to stay in relationship, to hold on to each other through challenge, to seek the health and well-being of our beloveds as well as ourselves. The Ewing family reminded us that winter is for love, not just spring that there's always a way of being in relationship with the world and with the people who sustain us. In poetry, we can imagine that the earth loves us back. And based on our recent study of the book Braiding Sweetgrass, there may be a way in which that is so. The poem that Trang read suggests that acting as if we have a loving relationship with the earth and the moon and the sun 
may draw out the love we have within us that goes beyond us. Something we've heard several times in the books and the stories that we've studied together this fall is that love inspires generosity. In gratitude, we know that we have received beauty and love beyond measure. We seek to give something back to the universe to add to that song of abundance. For a kid, that might mean keeping a newly discovered dime rolling through the local economy. If we're able to think abstractly, time itself is the present. And that is something we can give to ourselves and to our community. In community, we receive and we give in the ways that we are able and the differences between us that allow the exchange, those differences are also beautiful. Hope, peace, joy, love, and giving are among us. Thanks to our readers today, these practices are easier to remember, to appreciate, to begin again in our own lives. So let's emphasize that these are practices. These aren't things that you find under a rock, right? We practice hope. We practice peace. We practice joy. We practice love. We practice giving. These five things are connected to each other. Practicing one is a cultivation to be able to practice the others. So as we gather together in many ways, online, in person, as we gather together to face the year ahead, let's keep reminding each other to practice hope, peace, joy, love, and giving. May it be so. After some music, we'll have community sharing time when you can write into the chat or speak here in the hall about what resonated with you today. In this time between, you might prepare for community sharing by reflecting on a personal experience or an activity at West that illustrates the values that we're lifting up today. As we contemplate, rest, and reflect, let us enjoy the beauty of the musical response.
<clears throat> this is the time when we add our own voices to the morning, sharing our reflections on the platform or what resonates in our own lives. Oh. So we will... Mm. Sorry. We will take a look at, we'll have an opportunity to, for our online participants, I invite you to share in the Zoom chat or in the comments if you're watching the recording later. I'll start with some Zoom comments and we'll accept some comments at the microphone from in-person attendees in the middle uh, and then return to our Zoom participants at the end. So if you are interested in sharing in person, you can come up to the mic. Um, let's see what we have in the Zoom chat. With the wonderful, we have much appreciation in here for the West Chorus singing some favorites. Song of Solstice. Um, we had some uh, spontaneous dancing here in the hall. Uh, I noticed that uh, that happened when, at a time when um, no one would really see it. It's okay. I understand. So let's see. Laura T says how I am so loving the mix of talent this morning. Vincent Tyler says, we give because someone gave to us. We give because no one gave to us. We give because giving has changed us. We give because giving could have changed us. We have been better for it. I think that and you may recognize those. Those are some of the things from the poem that um, Jeff shared with us. Uh, I like that quite a bit myself. Katrina Moncure says, Song of Solstice. Joe Klein says, this is always my favorite. Lynn says that so many gifts are shared with the community. And she is resonating with Laura uh, Tyler's comment of earlier. Ed Elder says, wonderful, thank you, Chorus. Special thanks, says Lynn, to the West Band for joining the chorus. Yes, that was delightful. Yay! Katrina Moncure says, seriously, go away, COVID. Every <laughs> Everyone, please get vaccinated and boosted. Vivek says, thanks for reposting. OK, um, Vivek was also enjoying um, the poem that Vincent reposted. Um, Laura Steele says, a gift for me. I've been streaming from my laptop to my TV. I've seen you all big. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> what a gift, almost like in person. Thank you for the no beast sing-along. Um, yes, we will. We were, we were not uh, spiraling in here, just in our hearts, as uh, Lynn noted. Spontaneous dancing absolutely happens at West, even when people are around. Katrina, shh, don't tell anybody. So, um, B. 
feel free to continue typing into the chat. We have a couple of people live up close and personal, or not so close, but right here, who would like to. Um, so we'll turn our attention to commenters in the hall in order to avoid close physical contact. I think we're good at that. Um, folks can uh, stand here at the stationary microphone as they are. Um, go ahead, Peter. Thank you. Uh, as you may know, uh, I'm someone who really uh, likes to think and I like beliefs and that sort of thing. And uh, however, one of the things about uh, the Winterfest is that here we have these five words that are the keys to Winterfest and none of them have to do with belief. They all have to do with actions and this is what I have learned is the importance of religious humanism is not belief. That religion really isn't about belief, it's about living from a subjective point of view and so these actions are uh, really do it. And so uh, uh, that's part of what I like about Winterfest. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. Jeff. Uh, yes, hello. Good morning. Uh, I just wanted to mention something else on the subject of giving. Now, Lynn Cox has heard this story, but I'm sure other people have not. This is something happened to me uh, when I was about seven years old before Christmas. Uh, in the animated TV special, A Charlie Brown Christmas, there's a scene in which Sally asks her older brother to write a letter to Santa Claus. And after paying particular description, particular attention to the description of each item requested, well, you could just make it easier on yourself and send money, preferably tens and twenties. And so I thought I would pull that, that I would, I would do the same thing, uh, Ask the same thing of my grandmother if she could just send me money, preferably tens and twenties. Well, wouldn't you know, in about two weeks, I got a response and it was an envelope and it was had tens and twenties. It was full of tens and twenties in Monopoly money. Well, two things. Uh, first, I never pulled a stunt like that again. And the second thing is, my grandmother still sent me a present for Christmas. Thank you. Perry? I just want to say I'm really glad I'm here. And I want to say thank you to Lynn for reminding me that hope, joy, peace, love, and giving are things we practice. Um, you know, you just have to look at the newspaper to see that it takes practice and I am reminded and grateful that we can help each other practice uh, through the various ways we share with each other and today's sharing of gifts of all kinds has been a real good reminder of that. So thank you. Indeed. Hi, this is Abby. It's such a pleasure to be here in the hall and such a pleasure to see my friends and the lovely youth of Wes um, reading. I, uh, the part that resonated with me most today was the line about um, hope creating from its wreckage, the thing that it was about. I don't remember the exact line. That's the piece that's really resonating with me today. Hmm. 
Thank you for those comments. Um, let me take a look at see if there is um, something additional in Zoom. And uh, Katrina um, is sharing the uh, little known secret that uh, I think a membership meeting once turned into everyone pretending to be geese, speaking of uh, spontaneous dancing. We are nothing if not interesting around here. Um, and Vincent Tyler says, I am surprised by how much we get from giving. I have noticed that. Joe Klein says, same. Really like the hope from wreckage line too that Abby just uh, alluded to. Um, I'm not sure who our usher is, whether it's what Michael says. To defy power which seems omnipotent, to love and bear, to hope till hope creates from its own wreck the thing it contemplates. That's the more complete um, in, uh, version of the line. I don't know the version, but so. Uh, thank you all who shared their thoughts and attention. Thank you so much to the many people who helped create this morning's time together. Guest musician Chris Haugen, our own West Chorus, and interim music coordinator, Leah Morris. Thank you to membership coordinator, Maceo Thomas, and today's welcome crew, including Donna Taylor and Judith Johnson. Thank you to slide artists, John and Abby Dakin, and to communications coordinator, Robin Kravitz. Thank you to Alex Abbott for hosting today's Zoom coffee hour. And of course, thank you to today's amazing tech team, John Lika, John Pfeiffer, Pat McNeely, and Michael Dimian. Why, round of applause. Pulling, pulling off feats of extraordinary uh, measure. Um, thanks also to those who are leading and supporting our work in the weeks to come. You can find information about opportunities to connect in the Sunday links or news and notes emails that come out weekly. Sunday Ethical Action for Kids, otherwise known as SEEK, will be on winter break for the next two weeks. And on January 9th, third through fifth graders will meet during platform and the coming of age and OWL will meet after platform on January 9th. For all age groups, please be sure your family is registered and that you have filled out the RSV, RSVP form for each class session. If you aren't already receiving the SEEK newsletter, please contact Endara Miles. Platform will take a holiday break on December 26th, next week. The building will be closed that day and the tech team will get a chance to rest. If it's your habit to make pledge payments during platform, please keep this month's three platform schedule in mind as you plan your end of year giving to Wes. Look into the new year for activities and affinity groups at Wes that may help you get reconnected. The philosophy group is scheduled to meet on January 2nd. The next platform will be January 2nd, 
Interim Leader Lynn Cox will lead a New Year's platform about letting go and setting intentions. We hope you'll join us on January 2nd at 10.30, either on Zoom or right here in the hall if you reserve your spot online. The link to RSVP for in-person attendance at platforms is on the West website, as are details on other events and news. You'll need to answer some health screening questions and to confirm your answers to those questions when you arrive for everyone's safety and health. There is a lot going on. And for more updates, one more update. Here's a video from Board of Trustees member Abby Dakin. Hi, this is Abby Dakin with some updates from your West Board of Trustees. The board has been rolling along doing its small part with the leader search process, the reopening plan and task force, and planning for the future in general. In fact, in October, we took a couple of hours to talk among ourselves and with Lynn about what we value at WES and what we would like to see for it to be a vibrant community in the future, five or 10 years from now. In the more immediate future, we've also started planning for the upcoming annual Strategy Saturday. This is when the board, staff, and other lay leaders at WES get together to decide what we want to accomplish in the coming year and to create our 2022-2023 focus goals. For this event, we will invite leaders and members of teams and committees that will actually be carrying out the work facilitated by our staff. We strive to invite a balance of folks leading and volunteering in all aspects of the good work Wes does both for the community and in the world. We also look for a balance of perspectives in other ways. And of course, we need to keep it to a manageable size. This year, it will again be virtual. As Wes starts holding more events in person, including seat classes and hybrid platforms, we look forward to seeing more of you in real life, volunteering and attending events. Thank you, Abby. We're nearing the end of platform. And whether you've been with us live on Zoom or in person at the West Meeting House or later on the recording, thank you for being here with us. After the closing song and closing words, we'll end this webinar and open up a new Zoom meeting for virtual coffee hour. In-person attendees may enjoy gathering on the front patio to socialize. And for today, our in-person attendees may enjoy singing Dona Nobis Pacem out towards 16th Street, sending our wishes into the city while masked and socially distance, distant. So we will not be singing at each other, but to the street and out. Now let's enjoy this month's closing song. Gentle 
A few brief reminders as we close. If you're new to our community, please send an email to our membership coordinator, Maceo Thomas, and introduce yourself. To reach virtual coffee hour, point your browser to tiny.cc slash westcoffeehour. Thank you for being part of this experimental platform, whether online or in person. We'll see you soon. And now our closing words. She's right there. I invite you to join me in our closing words for the month. Let us go into the week ahead with compassion, understanding, and commitment, holding the complexities of peace, hope, love, and joy in our quest for a better world. <laughs>